Welcome to Matetuo, the teaching ministry of John Codiel. Matetuo in Greek means to make a disciple. Can you read Genesis 1.27? Or read Genesis 1.26 and 27. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all. Over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Yes. So the question is, in this verse, it states that God created them male and female. So which category does eunuchs fall in? Do you understand? So eunuchs are basically or commonly men who have been castrated. Whether they do get the castration themselves or are forcibly castrated, but basically they're not able to reproduce. Yes? Now, eunuchs, the question is, which category do they fall in male or female? Yeah? Now, commonly they are male, yes? But eunuchs were not the original creation of God. So they cannot be in a category. God did not create eunuchs. Why is that? Because being a eunuch is a result of sin entering human race. Because sin caused what? Death. And all kind of diseases. Diseases, nothing but slow death. All kind of impurities in man and woman. Do you understand? So, originally God said it was all good, yes? If you cannot reproduce, if you have a fault, that is not good, yes? So, either God is lying and is not all good. Or something happened later, after sin entered. And that is where you find eunuchs. Do you understand? Now, the word eunuch it can mean different things to different cultures. When I was in Bombay, there were a bunch of eunuchs that used to approach every, us in every intercession. In, not intercession, intersection. They used to sing and dance and then you are, you're supposed to give them money. What do they call Hajaras or something like that? Yeah, yeah, Hijaras, yeah. So I didn't give any money. The auto driver said, you sorry, you better give money. I said, no, I'm not giving any money. If you want, you give money. So I was sitting next to a couple of girls and I was looking the other way. And this person was doing some dance wearing a sari. I said, good for you. Yeah? Do you understand? So, so suddenly I heard the girls gasp. So I looked this way, being expecting a fight. But then I saw the person walk away. So I asked this girl, what did you see? And the girl said, nothing. There was nothing to see. That's why he gasped. Basically, he was castrated. Do, do you understand? So because I didn't give them money, do you understand? They thought they were putting a curse on me. In some culture, eunuchs are 
put a bow no ordinary like in india do you understand yes so but we must know from scripture what the bible says about the eunuchs do you understand especially we must know from the covenant that we have that is the new covenant yes now go to matthew 19:12 for there are some eunuchs which were so born from their mother's womb and there are some eunuchs which were made eunuchs of men and there be eunuchs which have made themselves eunuchs for the kingdom of heaven's sake he that is able to receive it let him receive it yes in some bible says he that who is able to accept it let him accept it here's the word accept again but it's talking about three categories one is eunuch from the mother's womb yes then there are eunuchs made by made by men yes now then the third category is there are eunuchs who are made themselves eunuchs for the kingdom of heaven's sake like i said a eunuch is commonly a man who has been castrated now in the olden days it can be for a specific social function like one employed to guard uh, the living areas of a court for example a king will assign eunuchs to guard the queen do you do you do you understand yes so it is considered an honor to be that there are rumors that potiphar was a eunuch because he served the king but that's only rumors do do you understand yes in joseph's story yeah do you understand we we don't bible doesn't say anything about that so in the new testament one becomes like a eunuch not by castration i'm talking about the third category but one but by choosing to be celibate meaning you are not going to reproduce physically but you going to reproduce for the kingdom of god of heaven so physically you are not going to reproduce that was itself was a curse in the old testament now we'll go into that uh, later but do you understand meaning all men without sinning against god cannot abstain from marriage the ability to live chastely with without marriage is a gift from god and because of that gift you can focus on things of god not all men have that but if you choose this without having this gift from god you is better to marry than to burn do you understand yes so if you have this gift you choose to be a eunuch meaning you are not castrated but you choose not to marry maybe the apostle paul was like that he chose not to marry do you understand but he reproduced for the kingdom of god
Do you understand? Yes. So they have. He has made himself a eunuch. Yes. So he's not bothered with the cares of the world, or his family affairs, or what the school did with the kids and what not and all that. Like the Arab, he will say Kaliwali. Do you understand? Do you understand? Yeah. But here is a deeper level. Go to Leviticus twenty-one, sixteen to twenty. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, "Speak to Aaron, saying, No man of your descendants is succeeding in succeeding generations." who has any defect may approach to offer the bread of his God. For any man who has a defect shall not approach a man blind or lame, who has a mad face or any limb too long, a man who has a broken foot or broken hand, or is a hunchback or a dwarf, or a man who has a defect in his eye, or Eczema. Like eczema or scam or is it, you know? Yes. They cannot approach God. Do you understand? It says very, very clearly, yeah? What is that showing? The perfection of God. When God created, He created male and female perfectly, not eunuchs. Even if you look at broken bones, the Bible says, "Those who those whom He loves, no bones shall be broken." This is showing the standard of God. Yes. Now, does God have anything against eunuchs? No, but God cannot compromise on a standard. Do you understand? If you go to Isaiah 56, 4 to 5. For thus says the Lord to the eunuchs that keep my Sabbaths and choose the things that please me and take hold of my covenant. Even to them will I give in my house and inside my walls a place and name and a name better than the sons of daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that shall not be cut off. Yes. So the Lord is saying... Even if you are an eunuch and you keep the Sabbaths, you keep the law, he'll give you better name than those who have sons and daughters, an everlasting name, and you will not be cut off. But the standard of God says that they are not to approach priesthood to oh God directly. That means God did not make eunuchs. But he is not against eunuchs. That then, as a principle, applies in the new covenant also. You are a eunuch if you don't reproduce, yes? How many people have come to the Lord because of you and your testimony? If you don't reproduce, then what are you? You have a great commission, yes? Matthew 28, 18. This is going to all the world and preach the gospel. 
Do you understand? You're called to what? Reproduce and not be a waste of space. Am I clear on this? Yes. So you can go into deeper levels. But do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. So don't be a eunuch. Start bringing people to Christ by being a witness of what he has done to you. Be real. Let your faith be real. You don't have to defend God. We don't have to defend God. While we were sinners, he died for us. And we are all in this room, in this position, because God chose us. Not because of who we are. Or not because of our righteousness. So then, as soon as he chooses us and we have a calling, then we then go out to defend God. This is wrong. Do you understand? This is what I have against apologetics. Get me correctly. When it comes to defending God, you don't have to defend God. But the Bible says apologetics is should be there to defend your hope. Why do you have hope? What is the reason? Oh, it's because I believe in Christ. But you still find it difficult to walk here and there. Then what is that? Well, start off, to start off, I had, I know this is not permanent. If I die, then when I wake. I wake unto righteousness. Even now I'm in, in, in righteousness. But in that next life, eternal life, for which Jesus has come, John 10.10 10 says what? The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. Hmm. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Yes, that they may have life and they have, may have it more abundantly. That is what it says in English. Yes? Now, I'm not going to go into what Hebrew means and what Greek means and all that. But this is talking about two different kinds of life. One is eternal life. What does John 17, 3 say? And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Yes. So that is eternal life. Yes. Yes, so you must have your eyes on eternal life. Only then does this life make sense. Go to Matthew 6, I think it's 33 or 34. Yeah. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Yes. Take therefore no thought for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought of for the things of itself. Yes, that eh? sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Yes. Now I'm I'm I don't have my Bible thought to that, but it says Jesus said, Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about itself. Enough as today's worries for you for you to be satisfied, yeah. I didn't expect him to say that when I first read it. I thought he would say like, don't worry about tomorrow. I've been there and I've done that. So you just 
plain, smooth sailing for you. I expect Jesus to say something like that. But what does he mean? Remember, we are talking about John 10, 10, and we are eventually talking about the hope that I have. Yeah. What does Jesus mean by that? Because by the Holy Spirit, tomorrow means nothing. Because we can overcome that. Whatever tomorrow throws at you, you will overcome. Remember, you're tempted by what's in your heart. And when you're tempted, God always what provides a means of escape. Yes? If you don't choose that, your name will come on TV or on the internet. Whether you live or die. Yes? Do, do, do you understand? And then you will ruin other people's names also who stand for the truth also. Just because you are a rascal doesn't mean other people. Do you understand? Am I making sense? Yes? So don't worry about tomorrow. With the Holy Spirit, every day you learn to overcome every time. Any situation. You overcome. If you're worried about something, that means you're saying God cannot do anything about it. God is not a eunuch. Do you, do you understand? Attribute that power to him. Give him that. Do you understand? So that is eternal life. Yes. So from that eternal life follows what we live daily. Go to John 14, 1. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Yes. So I go to my father's house. Where? What does it say? In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. Yes. I go to prepare a place for you. Yes. So from the eternal life, that is the source of everything, even in this life. So John 10, 10 speaks about two lives. I have come that you may have eternal life. And that you may have abundant life. Where, where is abundant life? Eternally or now? Now. I'm not talking about the prosperity gospel. I'm talking about walking in victory. That depends on how much you know your rights are. What Jesus has won for you in the cross and Calvary. Do you understand? You go step by step, but you learn. Do you understand? God is looking for those whose hearts are bent towards him. Yes? You may fall, but you get up and Go back. Am I clear on what I'm saying? Yes? So, hold fast to God. That is a hope that I have. That is a witness that I have. Do you understand? And, okay, sometimes the Lord will tell me things that I don't understand. And so, I obey. I accept it by what? By faith. I make sure it's 
it is written first do you understand that it's not something that i imagine or or it is not something based on private interpretation do you understand so in that way we walk by faith we make mistakes along the way but our heart is towards god and he perfects that which concerns us and if you make a mistake and you get stuck on that mistake and you're living that mistake over and over again that's your problem not god's or somebody else's get over it move on renew your mind in the word of god do you do you understand yes for that you might need help that is why you have a community called church to get over to move on to find faith in christ to put your hope back in god is that clear yes so this is what it means to be a christian to be christ like to be filled with the holy spirit to overcome why are you expecting the returning of the lord and while you're on this earth you have a purpose you fulfill that with hope and with joy you don't become a eunuch you're not doing anything because that's just a way waste of space yeah do you understand you fulfill the mandate given for the kingdom of heaven am i clear on this yes okay so these are the questions i have do you have any questions just about the eunuchs hmm. um there, there are different types of uh, transgenders hmm. some males with female parts and females with male parts um so you said it's because sin came into the world yes so um does does that mean that we set them aside and uh, don't show them kindness or no 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 so first of all what you're saying um i have had to deal with because there was someone i know that was born without male or female parts through surgery that person became a female do you understand that person is no longer alive but whatever it may be and then she got married and then um she couldn't have kids and do whatever do you understand so that happened because there was a problem in the genes yes that was not the original intent of god that problem with the genes happened after the fall so that is clear yes yeah now do we show not show love towards that that particular person no we show love as normal but if they choose a homosexual lifestyle against god then they're going against the word of god 
In Romans, if you read one, it says homosexuality is already the result of an abandonment by God. But you can be homosexual because of the culture. You take Roman culture, for example. But when you know the truth, guess what? It'll set you free. That I have seen with my own eyes. A demon leaving a person who said that they were homosexual. And from the moment that demon left that person, that person ceased being a homosexual. Does that mean that you walk around delivering each homosexual? Well, it depends on that person. If they want to keep the demon, what can you do? If they come against you and the gospel, you can pronounce a curse upon them like um, Paul did. Someone came against the gospel and he said for three days you'll be blind. But that was against that. Do you understand? But that was not the heart of God. So you don't, I mean, you make sure you understand what you're doing first. <coughs> Do you understand? So, <coughs> so in this case, if you don't speak the truth in love, then you'll be judged by God. Because, for example, the rainbow, which is now the sign of pride or gay life, was originally meant to be a covenant by God. If you read uh, Genesis 9, do you understand that was a covenant by God? But that has been turned around. Yes? The truth is what it was a covenant by God. So if you don't tell that person that this lifestyle is not acceptable by God, then you will be judged for what you have not said. But if you say that, they have a choice, either to accept you or to reject you, or to accept your message or reject your message. If you say that, then they will be judged on their response to that. Do you, do you understand? If you say God is love and he cannot create unlove, well, what is love? It says very clearly what love is. 1 Corinthians 13, aren't you was reading it, yes? Do you understand? So you need to understand what you're dealing with before you get into emotional stuff because they most people who sin or hold value for sinning I'm not talking about gay couples or anything alone I'm talking about people in general associate something emotional with that sin and if you get caught up in that emotions Deal with heart, and the heart is the most deceitful of anything. Jesus himself knew our hearts, so he did not entrust himself to our to so anybody. Standing on that, hmm. what happens when you, 
as a parent, you, you find out that your child is, um, comes and says that I have an attraction to the male or female, I mean, to the, to the same. If, you, if as a parent you do that, yeah. you, a child comes and speaks to you, you have not done your job in training up the child <clears throat> in the way he should go. Do you understand? Now, if that's a case and you belong to a church, you go to a pastor saying, I have a problem. My son says so. Do you understand? So, depending on that situation, the pastor will deal with it. Do you understand? So, ideally, there, can, there are two response, two ways you can deal with it. One is an emotional thing, which is based on the cultural root. Why does he say what he says? Do you understand? It's just because everybody around him says it's okay. Because it's a human nature to crave what is of the flesh. Do you understand? Then, then that is emotional. Second, has has these emotions bought in a demonic stronghold? If they have, you deal with that as a pastor. The emotional part of it, the Lord will deal with, help you deal with that based on scripture. Do you understand? If the person rejects that message, then what you are left with is your only option is to pray for that person. But the scripture, if once they get that into the spirit, once they renew the mind and the word of God, will set people free this question has been answered if you like uh, go back way I think in October um, because the question was asked what about kids who are born effeminate they would understand so so I've answered that but basically this is the result of our culture this is the result of the sin that we are in just, you want to just expanding on that. What about <coughs> who, are, grow, who, who are born with um, handicap or genetic disorders? Is that also uh, because of sin? They are born like autism. We don't know why they are born that way. So, yeah. Yes, but meaning is it because their parents committed that sin? No, but. We, we can't say that. We don't know their hearts. But in general, it is because sin entered the human race. Okay. This was not the plan of God, per se. Do you understand? When God created Adam and Eve, he did not plan all this. Because in disobedience, they brought in sin. And with sin came death. And this is a slow form of that death. Do you understand? And if the devil can keep you so busy, occupied with either good or bad, then you will not think about God. If it's good, why do you need God? If it's bad, you blame God for everything. Do you, do you understand? So, a person born without limbs, I don't, I don't know what 
what happened can be anything to understand if there is a medical solution then take it if that is your faith but if the lord tells me or some other person to do something about it the limbs will grow back i have seen that happen in this ministry to understand legs grew back people who are short grew taller i think george mentioned that he grew taller in this ministry and same thing with steve you met you have you met steve in menu Yeah, no, no, okay. Steve was much shorter than Minu, but he grew taller during a service on Sunday. Do you understand? So the Lord is capable of that, but uh, but we can't put God in a box. Do you understand? It depends on what God says at that time. Do you understand? Because in my case, I want to walk normally. I want to. rid myself of the effects of the stroke I, it's not because i do not know the word it's not because i do not have the faith but obviously something is wrong and it is easy to point for men to point out especially men of god i found that that they'll point out saying something you must have done something wrong i went to god i said look why are they saying all this stupid nonsense Then he said, "Lord, said, read the book of Job. Do you understand? Yeah, what a job is friend friends do? Yeah, Job himself had said, 'Oh, miserable, good people you are.' And I hope wisdom dies with you. Do you do you understand? That's what Job said. Yeah. Hmm? Basically, you know, and his own wife said, 'Why are you holding on to the iniquity? Why don't you die?'" Why you instead of holding on to all this nonsense? And Job said, "Even though I die, write this down. I will see the Lord with my eyes." That means he believed in a resurrection. Do, do, do you understand? So, for Stephen, it comes down to that. Why am I stressing? Where does your faith lie? What where do you put your faith in? Do you understand? Now, I can't generalize this thing because this is a very sensitive topic, and like almost every topic, you must deal with it case by case. So, if you were to bring a case to me, I am able to discern what the Lord wants done in that case. Certain times I see this, and the Lord tells me walk away. And I said, Why? Why should I walk away? And then once um, my my pastor told me this: If other men of God call you because you can drive a demon out, don't go. This is not a toy. This is not a gift to use. It's you have to listen to what. The Lord says, not what other men say. Do, do, do you do you understand? I once followed what other men said because somebody was in the hospital, and the the person said, "Go pray for them, heal them." And then, do you understand? 
on the way there, I met with an accident. Do you understand? I ended up in, I went to the hospital, not as a patient, but to pray for that, but nothing happened because God didn't send me there. So I learned from that. So, but in each case, we handle this specifically with love. You don't hate that person, but you hate what that person is doing. And you remember that God doesn't need defense, meaning you stand with God though, and you don't compromise because you represent God. Don't represent him wrongly by being afraid of people or thinking too much. What the Bible says, you say, be ready to face the consequences. Be it jail, be it death, be it exaltation, whatever. Am I clear on this? Yes. But to answer your question, this was not part of the original creation. Do you understand? God didn't make Adam and Steve. God made Adam and Eve. Yes. Do you understand? So, this is all a manipulation by the devil. You get that out of, this, of your system, then you will see clearly. But it's a walk. You, sometimes God does that instantly. Sometimes you have to, I don't know, some, for some people, it's a walk. To understand, uh, maybe if they if God does it instantly for them, they might think or they might take it for granted. I don't know. Maybe what they learn in that process, they'll use to help others with. That has happened in certain ministers. To understand. So, but does that answer your question? Yes. So, whatever you do. Be careful to represent God accurately. Remember, you're not speaking on your behalf. You're saying what God said. If God says it's a sin, agree with them, with God, that is a sin. It's not you saying one thing, or it's not your opinion, it's what God says. Do you understand? If you leave it to yourself, you'll go out to the flesh. Not in the spirit. Do you, do you understand? Yeah. yeah, that's why you sharpen your axe. Am I making sense? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, does God condemn homosexuality? Yes. But are homosexuals unredeemable? No. Do you understand? There's a big difference in that. And how you learn, how you deal with it is based on what God says. But you don't compromise. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. Any other questions? Just uh, before you pray, I want to make it clear. When God made humans, 
before the fall everything was perfect when sin entered with sin entered corruption and the effects of that corruption we are still facing and i'll speak more about this uh, i have already spoken about it taught about it what the flood of noah means what the tower of babel means what the sodom and gomorrah what it means what is the sin how we are still reeling under the whose effects now how it'll come back because jesus has said in the last years it'll be like noah's time and like lot's time do you understand so we need to know exactly what happened but we also know who who wins in the end god wins is is it clear i'll i mean i've just reached fall of man for this year and i'll continue with i mean just follow the, the this uh, these teachings these the series you will know to understand so and i think uh, what i have taught in the orientation program and and in the book of genesis my notes on that it's over 300 pages i think i've uh, given you the link or it's still uploaded somewhere i don't know uh, to find out but uh, you can go through all that for in depth information and or you can go through what i'm teaching and ask questions it's important that these doubts be clear like i said god doesn't need to be defended in any way you're thinking too much of yourself if you think you can defend god you don't do understand speak the truth and love is that clear okay let's pray this recording is meant to teach god's word with clarity and simplicity thank you for listening 